Welcome to the Awaken the Awesome podcast with your host, Olivier D. This is Awaken the Awesome, a podcast where we acknowledge that we are all in this together. Through enlightening conversations and personal insights, we like to engage with individuals just like you who show us how they are bringing a little bit of awesomeness along their individual journeys. Our hope is to inspire you to always keep pushing and to stay awesome along the way. Today's episode is a rather heartwarming one. Thing is, when this podcast started, I didn't know what I was getting into. I just simply ran with what I had and made the best of it. Along the journey, however, of the many incredible experiences that have come forth, one that has always humbled me is the genuine friendships I've managed to build. Indeed, people who initially started out as perfect strangers eventually, through the random yet fortunate blessings of the universe, have become some of the most vocal supporters of this podcast. Which is why I'm particularly thrilled to welcome back my friend, Nike Sempiao, to the podcast. Nike has always stood out to me as a person of amazing energy and wisdom. As a health coach, entrepreneur, and mother, she has always been an example of the many possibilities that are available to us when we align our energy with our purpose. Her passion for smoothies, vegan recipes, crystals, and the wonderful gifts that nature provides have always helped me to see this world around us in a different light. In these incredibly challenging times, she was definitely the person I wanted to reach out to in order to help me, and hopefully some of you, perhaps make better sense of the often overwhelming sense of stress, confusion, and toxic internal dialogue that we've become way too familiar with in this new normal. On this episode, Nike's calm, nurturing, and wise spirit brings some much-needed clarity as we discuss healthy mental health habits, protecting your space, confinement while having to take care of your kids and run your business, owning up to your truth, and so much more. So let's get into this. Awaken the Awesome, episode 136 with my friend, Nike Sempia. Here we go. Uh, really and honestly and truthfully, I just want to take this time to hold this space for you in full gratitude, Nike. Because first of all, I want to celebrate and acknowledge the fact that ever since we connected, I have been privileged to know you and to, you know, just experience the, the warmth, the uh, sincerity uh, the amazing, amazing energy. And I've learned a lot, uh, not just on nutrition, not just on crystals, not just on holding space and energy and everything, but I've learned to connect with someone, again, just going from a pure stranger and, you know, not just through the podcast we record together, but the fact that, you know, just our basic interaction and the fact that you hold so much positive energy. And you don't hide the fact that we're not perfect, but through the WhatsApp of the world and DMs and everything, you've always been very nice to me. You've always been kind. You've always been so earnest and true. And it's something that I should not take for granted. So as a human being, as a person, and as a friend, I just want to say thank you. And again, welcome back on the podcast, man. It's, it's yeah. nice to see you again, man. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, what a, what a beautiful introduction. I feel honored to you know, share that friendship with you and everything that I learned from you and this opportunity, you know, so always nurture friendship and you know it's both you give I receive and that's how life is supposed to be you know and I learn a lot from you and you know your podcast is amazing and I call it my road trip podcast every time I'm doing long trip I plug in one of the podcasts and then I go in and you always have the perfect question for your host <laughs> i appreciate it man. It means a lot sometimes it's really because I, I keep telling people you know what you need to give people flowers while they're there and it's not you don't need a special occasion to let people know what they mean to you and you know and if somebody means something to you, you need to let them know you know not just on a podcast recorded for the universe but really and truthfully you know i'm i never shy away from the truth of uh, the things that we experience so it's always fun i just wanted to let you know that really off the bat it's really important to me but uh, why well, I wanted to have you back on because um, you're such a champion of centering and such a champion of nurturing your personal energy and your personal space because through all the interactions that we've had and I've been open with you sometimes I have good days and I have bad days and I can always reach out to you that Nike like you know I'm really not <laughs> my wavelengths are not good right now and you always have a kind word to say it's like okay you need to take a step back you need to breathe try this try that try this try that and with obviously you know, the particular circumstances that the world is going through. I noticed something. A lot of people right now, for some reason, have not yet dialed into the fact that these are extraordinary circumstances and in no way 
should you try to make it seem and pretend as if, you know what, it's all, you know, just let's just like life goes on. No, it's okay to admit the fact that, you know what, you're overwhelmed and it's okay. So just opening up, how can we help people, you know, just take a second and breathe, Nike, because people are not dialing the fact that we're all going through this differently. You know, some good circumstances, some bad, but a lot of people I'm thinking are having, still having difficulty with the overwhelm of all the situation. And how can we help them? I think, you know, for me, and I do feel overwhelmed. I'm really scared and I'm not going to lie, but you know, there's sometimes you cannot change the course of life or everything that's happening. You cannot change the overall, but you can change how you are yourself, how you're dealing with the situation yourself. So, and what I can say is that because of my journey, and I think it was a good thing that I started, you know, my spiritual journey, because right now it helped me to deal with that situation. Because I think if I was never heard about gratitude, never heard, you know, about my breathing technique, learn about meditation, my crystal, the fact that I really invest in my health and what I nourish my body. I think I would have explored by then like a lot of people are doing right now. And I think that I'm happy that I started that journey like six years ago. And then right now I can deal with that overwhelm. You know, like yesterday I shared that I really had a rough morning and it was really rough. And when I share with some people, they're like, oh, really? You had a rough morning? I'm like, no, I'm not perfect. I have bad days, but it's how you decide to take the day and how you're going to change the course of the day. And I was able to recenter myself. I was able to hide myself in the bathroom, put some music and breathe. You know, it's all those little techniques. So people have to learn to live, you know, in gratitude, you know, look on the bright side of the day. Like I said, okay, you know, I had the opportunity to eat something healthy. After that, you know, I was like, you know what? I was able to spend good time with my baby. You know, all those things are valuable because maybe if I was in another situation, I would have to drop my baby at school or in a daycare and I would have missed him. So, you know, I try to redirect my thought or my the way I think on something positive in my day, you know. So I think the breathing, the fact that in the morning I take, I try to take those five minutes really to honoring myself you know to hold space for myself so I could move on with the day so I would suggest people you know to start to dive in take that five minutes in the morning you know to breathe just to breathe especially right now we're not breathing we're not breathing because we are we are covering our face we 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 cannot breathe properly so all those things when you have that opportunity to be at home and you don't have to mask yourself you really have to you know be grateful for that breath that you have because it's it's important it's important it's really important that's why breathing for me is the most important thing in my life because you know why breathing helped me so much during labor that was the most important thing that helped me go through bringing that soul into earth so i I have a passion for breathing that's why for me it's really really hard to accept that abnormality that we live because I have a special connection with breathing. And if you go back to all my posts and mostly everything that I share, I always promote breathing. So yes. right now I feel like they're removing this for me. Like they, 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 they're detaching something that I'm really attached to it, you know, cut my hair, you know, blind my, like if you have tell me I have to wear, you know, those Italian masks to to my from to cover my eyes, I would have mind, but breathing, that's what keep me zen. That's what keep me alert. That's what keep me, you know, that's that's where I find my inner peace. So right now when they tell me I cannot I have to cover myself, I feel like you're removing something very that is deep. saving me, that's deep for me, that that helped me through my journey. Like when I have bad days, I go and I breathe. You know, I have different techniques of breathing for different situations. And now I feel like they're removing this from me. And sometimes I cry. I really cry. I no really kidding. cry. 
Yeah. Um, it's hard. It's hard because it isn't. It is an abnormal. I refuse to call it the new normal. Just oh, like no, you, because you no, know you have to step no. back from the thing. Like there's nothing normal about this. So I'm sorry. We have to call it what it is. It is totally abnormal because it's an adjustment. It's a forced reality that we've all been thrust into, and it's uncomfortable for so many reasons. You know, just coming from the perspective of being parents, and you know, just having to deal with again the isolation, the confinement, the mm-hmm. the very strict health measures you understand but at the same time the natural human instincts like why are we doing all this like do we really have to it's not even a resistance to change it's just like there's the fear there's this discomfort but also as you said having our routine having our equilibrium our, our sanctity just like taken away from us that's that's harsh and you know it's it's a lot to deal with and i want to be open about this because a lot of people want to pretend as if like yeah i'm okay i'm okay i'm okay no you're not no, you're not. <laughs> and mm. it's, it's totally okay. It's totally okay to say that, you know, you're not okay. And the thing is, as you were saying, whether it's breathing, whether it's centering, whether it's feeling grateful, because we're going to talk about that. What mm-hmm. bothers me is the fact that um, I realize that a lot of this uh, discomfort and a lot of this friction and uh, this impatience that people are dealing with also has to deal, and this is just my own observation, the fact that people are not used to being with themselves. Mm -hmm. So with such a close proximity, whether through, and I'm going to totally going to say it, whether through their significant others, their spouses or their kids, a lot of people are having difficulty dealing with themselves, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that there's some truth there, you know, having to face yourself on such a very intimate basis, you know, a forced reality, as I put it, I'm not sure how you feel about that. Um, I don't mind having, because, you know, there's a lot of people uh, that I know that have been, they've been complaining, you know, about their children, being around their children. You know what? It was something that was always on my mind to have the opportunity, you know, to homeschool my children and to really be with them all the time. Because I, I, I feel like that's one of the things that I always wanted to do. So when all those things happen, I'm like, you know what? All the time, all the parents, they're always saying, oh, you know what, I wish we had more vacation. I wish I could spend more time with my children. But now you have it. Why are you complaining about it? You know, so I do do embrace the fact that my son, my oldest son is with me. And the baby, it was already planned that he would have stayed with me, you know, for the first years. So I don't really mind. I don't mind. I really don't mind. They don't bother me. You know, I honor their floor, they, they, their, their flow, they uh, honor my flow. And, you know, they, I choose to call them into my soul circle. Therefore, I'm here for them. And if they have to be sick, they have to stick with me. We're going to stick in this together. And I really don't mind having, you know, having my oldest son with me all the time. And we, we're trying to see where that abnormality is going. But if I have to go to the point that I have to homeschool him, he's going to stay with me. You know, I'm doing my research and we see how we're going to do that. But I really don't mind, you know, having him, you know, around. It was a little difficult, you know, to have, you know, because we don't have that big space. So, you know, we have to kind of adjust, you know, the, tonight I was like, okay, guys, you know, I'm going to have a talk. So I want everybody to be silent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honored. I'm honored. Thank you. But it, it's, it's definitely true. We all have to adjust at some point, even for us, when we, when we had the kids, you know, the little ones, again, you know, seven and four, you know, it's just, they need activity. They need to be out there and you have to get creative, but you can either make the best of the situation or make the situation an already bad situation worse. All right. Mm -hmm. So you need to learn how to embrace, as you said, you need to learn how to embrace no matter the the difficulty. Yes, guys, I understand. Um, You know, being stuck with your kids, being stuck with your kids is a reality. But as you said, um, it's something that a lot of people, you know, have been saying life is going too fast or I'm overwhelmed or there's so much going on. Everything, everything. Just make a bullet point list of everything that people are complaining about and then poof. All right, here you go. Forced free time. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do with that? And I'm guessing that a lot of people probably I know we're really just you know, just putting, you know, sugarcoating it, but a lot of people 
probably didn't realize, you know, what having free time or again, you know, you're asking for it, as you said, but now that it's here, what are you going to do with it? When you're mm-hmm. faced with accountability of yourself, that is hard for some people. When basically I call your bluff and say, okay, here, do something with it. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. true. And you know, um, at the beginning, um, when Liam was little, he was really sick. He had motion sickness. You know, he would cry if I would go anywhere. Like I would go for a 45 trip minutes trip he would cry the whole time like yell like he would be like a tomato i was like you know what i cannot go anywhere so i kind of accept that saying you know what maybe the situation he's protecting me from something like maybe if you know i'm really adventurous i'm always ready to take my car and go you know anywhere like i would take my car go to maine go to vermont for the day for the weekend i love adventure and i was like you know what maybe the universe is telling me you know what relax enjoy your baby stay home so therefore i barely went anywhere you know and when that whole abnormality came everybody was like freaking out and i was like oh it doesn't change anything because i was stuck home anyways and so it was kind of a preparation for me you know and i always took it because a lot of my friends were complaining yeah you're not doing anything i'm like you know what and, you know, at that time, they were, they were talking a lot, you know, about, you know, being a woman, being kidnapped, going to the mall and stuff like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what, maybe the universe is protecting me from something because <laughs> so, I always try to think, even if it's something that bothers me, I always try to find something positive just to uplift my mind and which helped me, you know. And this is why most people need to be aware of their own formula. And Mm -hmm. it's something that you're very aware of throughout all your posts. You've always coached us in regards to knowing you. And what I mean by you, as in we are all the sum of habits, uh, triggers, feelings, um, for I call it really a formula because your formula is different than my formula. formula mm-hmm. You know, you're all about you know your energy and centering your children. And again, I didn't have a baby, but again, we all understand centering, and it's important to know yourself. And that takes work, but also that takes a conscious effort. And most people are not willing to do the work. And sometimes I'm wondering why are people so afraid to deal. You know, because again, you're going to you're going to show up for the dentist. You're going to show up for your dog's appointment. You're going to show up, you know, to for for I don't know, for baking sale, whatever you're going. So basically, you're going to show up for other people, but you're always going to lack for yourself. And why do we fail? Why is it so hard for people to show up for themselves? Because that's where the work starts. Mm -hmm. Because you have, as I always say, negativity is always it's easy. It's easier to take over your brain and it takes more effort to be positive. You know, it's take more effort, you know, to remove those bad habits, to rewire your mind, to be positive. You know, it's so easy to, to be negative. So it takes effort to change. And a lot of people are so into their habits that it, and the more you stay in the bad habits, the harder it is to change. So you have to have not even willpower. You need a why. Because the why is going to change everything for you. Because the why is not going to die. Because when you have something, you have that why, it's going to push you to work harder. And a lot of people don't have that why. They don't have that why. This morning, I spoke about that in my life. Like People don't, don't have patience to, to do the work. They, they give up early without seeing the result. And it's constant work. It's constant work. Constant work. Like... I spend a lot of time on myself. I spend a lot of time meditating and to rewire myself. Like sometimes, I don't but you know what? I'm like, <laughs> it, it, it's not worth it, you know? I just let them go with peace and love, you know? And people tend to see me like someone one day told me, oh, I thought you were, I thought you were pure. I was like, I'm not pure. I'm human. I'm not perfect and I don't need to be perfect. It's fine. There you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah. See, there's the there's the confusion, and you've also spoken very a lot, very much about that in regards to again, you know, accepting yourself, warts and all. It's not about being perfect, but it's about to being okay 
with yourself. I struggled with that for a really long time, having to feel, and I've spoken about this, you know, during my bouts with depression, I felt, you know, like, um, like a fraud in regards to, you know, being all, always being the cheerful guy, being the friend and, you know, being the person always have a positive thought and everything. Same stuff I do now. The difference because, between, between that and how I used to be is because I was dealing with a lot. And I was keeping all that stuff in. I was keeping all that toxicity in, a lot of internal dialogue, a lot of, you know, just a, a lot of self-doubt, a lot of negativity and toxicity, a lot of issues I had to deal with. But I refused to look at myself in the mirror and keep telling myself, I'm fine, you know? And a lot of times people just need to understand that you need to be okay with yourself first. You don't need to have anything to prove to anybody. You don't oh, no. <laughs> because we're always stuck trying to please people. Where does that come from? And how can we move, move beyond that? Would you say? I think it's the way that we were brought up, you know, the way that we raise our children, you know, especially, you know, in Haiti, like, you know, when they force you to go kiss everybody at the party, yes. like they have to, you know, it's all those little things, you know, and, I don't like that. I, I never like that. Like to go kiss everybody. But they used to force me. So that means you, you grow up like that. Like you have to please everybody. You have to do so this for so and so. You have to be nice. You have to be share. Like you have to share. Like for example, I read an interesting book. It was Playful Sibling. And that was one thing that touched me during that. And at that time, I was not even planning to have a second child, but I read the book. And it's like, even when we have children, and for example, if my son has an iPad, he doesn't have to share it with the baby. That's his thing. Why I'm forcing him to share the thing that belongs to him to please his brother? No. I can ask him like, hi, I know that's your iPad. Do you mind if you, sh you, you share it with him? You know, there's a way that you talk to the child to make him you know, giving him the possibility to take this decision over something that's for him, you know? Right. So it's all those little things that we have to nurture. You know, that's his thing. Like, it's like, oh, my husband will tell me, oh, give your phone to Olivier. He needs the GPS. No, that's my thing. If I want to, you can suggest me, but you cannot tell me to give my phone to Olivier if I don't want to. But right. that's the same thing. And that's the problem is that we treat kids like that they're not tiny human they're just whatever you know and that's the problem we have to nurture them and respect them the same way that we do for other adults so that's why i take a lot of effort for me you know to to recenter myself and tell myself if i was little would i would appreciate someone talking to me like that or would i would i have like i didn't like when they did certain things so i'm trying to change that, the way I talk to them, the way that I teach them, you know, and the way I nurture them, you know, it, it, it's so important. It's we, so important. Especially way, coming up uh, from the traditional background that we did, mm -hmm. you know, just as you mentioned, I remember those family gatherings, you know, whether it's birthdays or community whatsoever, you have to not only when you get there, you have to go say hi to every single uncle, every single aunt, every single grandma, cousin, whatever, before you can actually go play. And then when you have to leave, you have to make sure you take another extra half hour to go and say hi to everybody. And when you when you basically take a look back as an adult, I'm like, why? It's like, I haven't seen you in months. I'm not going to see you for another month. And wh why? This person, like, why? And you're right. That is a false sense of authority. And that is really not teaching us, not teaching our kids, okay, the, 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 the importance of being an individual. And I really applaud mm -hmm. you for putting that forward because we have to break the cycle at some point. Mm -hmm. That's important, you know. What, what is are you knowing the flow you know people are telling that the kids are difficult but what are you doing about that to honor their flow because you're here to guide them why they're difficult because you need to go watch a movie or you need to do certain things so you don't have the time to really honor what they really need you know and that's why that's what that's a problem i had yesterday because i had a plan I needed to go, you know, go, I needed to go for my run. I was like, okay, seven o'clock, that's my time. And what happened? Surprise, 
this, the baby woke up exactly when I was about to leave. And I was like, oh, wow. no. And, you know, I was craving that run, you know. And then, you know, I had planned to do my meditation when I was coming, was going to come back. And I was like, oh. And I was like, oh, no. And I was not happy, you know. <laughs> That's why I said for me it was a rough day. And because... I don't know, I decided it was going to be a rough day, but it was my problem. But what, what do you do in those cases? And you know what? And then this morning, I woke up at 6, at 5.45, 6, like that. I'm like, you know what? It was my fault. I should have go to sleep earlier and wake up at 6 before he wakes up because he needs me. He needs me. I need to take care of him. I'm his caregiver, so... I need to be available, so he needs me. So I need to adjust my time around him, you know, because he didn't ask to come here. I, he came, and I called him, but, you know, I, I need to honor him and be there for him. So now I go to sleep early so I could have my time, and if I have to wake up at 5, I'll do it, you know. But, so you have to you have to basically own up to how you feel and mm -hmm. you know it's your responsibility towards yourself and i'm happy you brought that up because this is definitely something we talked about off the air before getting on the call um and i'm very open about this you know with this entire abnormal a lot of people have had to deal with the fact mm -hmm. with the first few weeks of you know schools being closed daycares being closed and poof surprise you are the 24th. This is not just a weekend. This is like, you know, from Monday through Sunday, you have your kids in your face and just deal with it. And I've always been very open with my kids. Sometimes when they're misbehaving, whether at the table whatsoever, sometimes it's not just go to your room. Like you go to your room because right now you are not being fair or, you know, you're not being pleasant, you know, for everybody else, whether they're at the table or anything. But what I'm trying to say is that a lot of people is like, really? Like, you know, you tell your kids, like, no, if, if they can tell me that they feel bad, you should be open enough to tell them that you feel bad. And what I mean by that mm -hmm. is that you need to acknowledge as a parent that, yes, sometimes your kids are hard to deal with. Sometimes you do not have the mental space or emotional um, mm -hmm. reserves to be able to deal with your kids. And it is a fool's errand. First of all, I feel that you're being a hypocrite. If you're trying to pretend as if for some reason this is fun when it's not, you know, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I think that a lot of people feel guilty for having to admit to themselves, to their deeper core that, you know, right now, I don't really like my kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I have to say it because this is something that people refuse to say out loud and I'm going to say it for them. Hey, I got two kids. I've got very, two very young kids. They, I love them to death. I would wrestle a polar bear for them, but sometimes I can't deal they with that. Yeah, they challenge you, you know? They challenge me. And people feel ashamed to say that, Naked. I really, I really wish, I'm not saying like, you know, bash your kids. We're not advocating physical, you know, corporal punishment. But I'm advocating truth. Because you have to be truthful how you feel. Because parenting is not easy. Especially no, within these not. times. No, it's not. But I think it has to go, to do with, how you nurture them and how you are available for them, you know, and mm -hmm. we, we don't have that because we have to work. We have other things to do. We have, you know, so there's a lot of things that I do, you know, I, 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 I my oldest one, I try to, you know, make him cook with me. You know, he's been seeing me meditating a lot because sometimes he wakes up in the morning. That's when I do my meditation and I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. I cannot talk right now. Can you give me like 10, 15 minutes? And then now he's showing me an interest into meditation. He used to do it in the past, you know, but after that he stopped and I didn't want to force him because it has mm -hmm. to come from him, you know. But now that he's been seeing me, he's been asking me, can I meditate? Can you wake me up um, when you're going to meditate? No, I don't wake him up <laughs> because I rather meditate, you know, by myself. But I understand. I do, you, but I do, you know, teach him how to do, you know, we put music and, you know, I don't mind. I, I don't mind, but sometimes I tell him, you know what, I feel a little overwhelmed. Give me 10 minutes so I could listen to myself and then we can talk, you know. I, I try to be, to be fair to him, you know. The baby is something different. <laughs> but It's a whole other agenda. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to touch on something. It's like, you know, it's a good segue because, you know, you had a baby recently and you're very big, not just about owning your truth, not, not just as a woman, but as a mother, you embrace that. 
And I want you to speak to um, the, our, our female listeners, because I hear this comment a lot in regards to trying to elevate uh, towards the next chapter, trying to achieve something, trying to change something, trying to build something. You know, you're an entrepreneur, you've done great things, and you're still doing great things. But a lot of people, often enough, once the baby comes, or the second child comes, a lot of women, I've heard this subject a lot, because I'm a mom, I fall into the trap of believing that all I am is a mom and I exist solely and openly for the well-being of these kids. As in, for some reason, the fact that I am responsible for these children makes me less of a person now. Like I have to shun myself because I'm a mom. I'm, I'd like you to dem- demystify that because I personally, from a man, and you can just like, you know, shun me if you want, but you're my friend, you're allowed. I believe that you were a person before you were a mom. And one doesn't have to exclude the other. There will be sacrifices either way, you know, but you can still exist and be you, okay? Because you can't give what you don't have. What these children want from you, what the world wants from you is just you, not just mom. I'm not sure if you could just like, you know, because I hear that a lot. I think that it's because a lot of people are not able to embrace the different facets of their life because... You, you can be, it depends on the situation, you'll be, diff, you, you'll be a different person, you know? You're going to act differently. And I don't think having children remove who you are because the, the child's going to see your, who, your whole who, so your, your whole person. And you, you have to, you know, you, you have to be able to surpass that. I know that um, before I give birth, like I knew that I wanted, you know, the first 40 days, I really wanted to really focus on me and the baby because I was like, you know what? Yes, it's important. Um, And I think it's because of society. And I tried to change, I I tried with my friends to change that. Every time they would ask me, it's like, how's the belly? And I would be like, what about me? can you ask me how I'm feeling you know and then, mm. yeah and then a lot of people told me yeah we're gonna come see you I'm like no if you're coming to see me you have to come and help me if you're coming I would like you to bring food if you're coming would you mind doing my dishes or do you mind to do my laundry or do you mind holding the baby for one hour so I could take a shower I really emphasize that on the fact that I'm part of the journey too it's not only about the baby but the society teach you when the baby is born, it's all about the baby. Even when you see with the, with the way that they leave the mother, you know, mm-hmm. to go home and then nobody check on her. And that's why a lot of women, when they tell you a woman die after, you know, after doing pregnancy, after pregnancy, sometimes the data only, it counts after the baby was born. So sometimes women die at four weeks, five weeks. And that's why a lot of, women lack of support are you serious every yeah because everything is focused on the baby the baby will go to the doctor three four times but what about the mom what about the mom who's holding the mom who's supporting the mom i did not factor that in Mm -hmm. you're right you're so right there's no support for the mom so how she's gonna survive that that's the most transformative moment of your life when you become another um, you become a mother again or first time mom who's gonna hold you everybody wants to hold the baby but who's holding the mother no one because why everything is about the baby when someone will send you a text like hi how's How's the the baby baby? what about how are you feeling mama i have my best friend that just gave birth I didn't even ask her for the baby first thing. I was like, how are you feeling, mama? How's everything? She's like, good. And I'm like, oh, how's my baby? Because I want her to feel that she's special. She's important as much as the baby. Because she did the work. But who's holding her? You You matter. You matter. So if she doesn't have that, how she's going to really believe in herself and say, you know what? I can be other things than than a mother you know you need that and that those 40 days are the most 
crucial days but a lot of women don't know about that i spent a lot of time preparing for my birth but i did prepare for my postpartum i had food packed in my freezer you know days were hard but i prepared myself you know i had tea i had food i had they, and my husband got me an instapot so which made it easier for me to cook something something easy but most of the time i stay in my bed with my baby cuddling and just being with him that's what helped me go through postpartum because i was like i'm not going to fall into postpartum depression but i had support but if you don't have support when those hormones kick how are you going to survive it's your body against your mind and sometimes your body is powerful you you cannot have control over you know those hormones that are kicking inside of you so who's supporting you and that's why a lot of women you know i have my best friend who gave um his wife gave birth like a few months ago and i was like please you know ask her tell her she's pretty tell her she's doing a good job tell her everything that's positive you know if you can feed her cook for her grab her food you know nurture her you know take the baby help her but not a lot of men are supportive i have friends like their ba- their kids are like 4 years old the husband never change a diaper you know so mm. how how can she be another person if she doesn't have the support do you give is she allowed to have the support yes she is you yes, know she is. so, so nobody's holding be. the mothers you know so. and things get even harder because i had a natural birth but what about if you have a c section it's a major surgery but they don't think about it yeah you had a healthy baby what about the mother that's suffering they cut her open what about her wound her pain and she's by herself no one supporting her no one is bringing her food come on come on we need support you know it's a we need a very powerful account yeah it's a very powerful account and while we're walking that path of like you know just whether you're a new mother or a second mom or a third mom how can do you do you have any again just throwing it out there do you have any particular you know um routines or you know suggestions for the moms you know just trying to you know just take care of themselves because again we have to work on ourselves we can't just expect the world to just show up for us all the time because at mm-hmm. the end of the day we're responsible for ourselves how can we advise them how can how can we help them i think you know locking the bathroom door taking a bath if you can you know lighting that candle in the bathroom putting some music and then laying down you know in the bathroom you know or little things that you can do you know if you can go for a walk you know simple thing going to the forest breathing fresh air you know if you have grandparents and you know parents you know drop the kids there for an hour you know all those little things you know be around women you know and you know i started a new business and congrats on that by the way <laughs> that's one of the thing i love about that is like there's a community of women that are empowering you you know when i'm stuck home all day i have that job that has so many women i want to go on top like that that want to be the best on themselves so when you're around people that have the same mindset mm-hmm. wow even if you're having a bad day you know it's going to uplift you and that's important you need that community and also to go back to that you know i have uh, i struggle with my breastfeeding journey but i have two amazing breastfeeding partner two women that i would chat with them all the time they would give me tea like we got really really close i loved them so much but i had that support so having a good friend having that person that you tell you know what i feel alone but can you hold space for me you know so i could and, and you need that especially in those moments you know mm-hmm. you need that space so you can build up yourself so you could be by yourself you know because it's the most vulnerable time of your life you know so you need that support to hold yourself because 
let's go back to before before mm-hmm. women didn't just give birth by themselves you had the grandma you had the aunt you know if you look at the old structure you had all your family with you so you didn't need to cook you didn't need to clean you needed it you had the aunt you had everybody in in the family around you but now you're by yourself so how are you going to survive that's why you need that support that's why you need that support and if you have if you're by yourself you know you have have to prepare yourself you know you you have to have a little plan for yourself things that makes you happy if you have to read a, a chapter of a book that's what you have to find what makes you happy and then negotiate with your partner or your best friend or your mom to have that time you know but not everybody has that luxury you know that's true to, that's to, true. to, to have that but there's always that thing if it's that food that you like that makes you happy have it you know it's all those little things you know start with your journal write on your journal you know have a plan have a goal you know Mm. but i believe that you can be all the different facets that you want like i love being a mom but i love being nike also but i you have to know your priority and you know for the past months my priority was really being a mom, that's what I wanted to be. I didn't want, you know, I had a friend, she was like, oh, you change, you don't want to go out. Like That was before COVID. And she's like, oh, I told you, let's go out. And I'm like, I don't want to. She's like, oh, but you can pop while you're at the restaurant. I'm like, I don't want to. She was like, oh, you change. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine, but I don't want to go out with you. I want to stay with my baby. And she couldn't accept that. And I was like, that's what I felt. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be with my baby. That didn't mean that I was not Nike or I was not the entrepreneur or I was not the health coach, but that's what I wanted to be. I just wanted to be that new mom and enjoy my baby and nourish my baby. That's what I wanted to do. And there you go. This is definitely, um, again, another one of the topics we covered off the air is the fact that right now, I'm guessing a lot of people are, um, as always, trying to deal or wrestle with the fact that they're trying to get everything. They want, they, they refuse to accept the fact that, for me anyway, um, clarity begins when you declutter. Because mm-hmm. clutter creates stress, whether physical, whether when you're f- physical space, you know, have a minimalist attitude, you know, clear clutter on your desk, in your bedroom, you know, or in your life, whether through your thoughts or your nutrition or everything. Clutter creates stress. And right now, a lot of people, again, you know, refuse to accept the fact, as you said, I don't want to go out. It's one less thing for me to worry about. I just want this. And the clarity comes from the clutter because you're trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. How can we help them? I think it has to go from within. What, are, what do you really want? Do you know how to say no? Because it takes a lot of courage, you know, to, to say no. And you know what? When you want something, when you have something that you really want to do, you're going to learn to say no. You're going to learn, you know, okay. When you really love yourself, you appreciate yourself, and you know what you want in life, mm-hmm. it's going to be so easy to declutter, as you said, you know? And you have to learn to say no. You have to learn to say no. You have to prioritize yourself. You know, that's the thing. For me, it's easy for me to say no. I'm like, no, I don't want to go out. That's it. You're mad. That's your problem. Because I'm not opening the space. I'm not giving you the authorization to make me angry. I'm not giving you the authorization to make me sad. I don't give authorization anymore. Mm-hmm. I try not because sometimes some people <laughs> can be persistent. But you know what? You have to define what you really want and how you live your life. You know, and it takes a lot of work because you know what? People are going to hate you. People are going to like you. But you know what? I choose to love myself. Yeah. And then it's fine. I'm selfish. It doesn't matter. It's myself. It's my, it's me. You know, I'm selfish with a big, a big heart. But you know what? Sometimes I have to prioritize myself. I have to prioritize myself. You know, it's it's important for me. I have to love Nike. That's why I spend a lot of time in my kitchen, you know, I, I, and I get the reward. I don't get sick. I, I, I'm healthy, you know, but it takes time. But if you don't want to do the investment, 
Don't blame me. But do you have to you. do the work. You have to do the work. And it's hard. You know, it's hard every morning. I have a constant battle with my juicer. Like, I don't like the word hate, but I dislike with a passion watching, watching the, the, the filter part. Oh, my goodness. But you know what? I do it. You have to focus on yourself. Because you know why? You only have this, this vessel. You only have this time, this lifetime. We don't know what's going on. If when we die, we don't know what's going to happen. I, I'm not sure. So why am I going to waste my time? And if I came here for less than for this experience, I have to make the best out of it. You know, I'm going to learn. I'm going to have mistakes. I'm going to fall. I'm going to struggle. But you know what? I don't want to die empty. I want to live fully and experience and take risk. You have to take risk. You know, not dangerous risk, but you know, you have to take risk. It's you internal work. Like I could share all those things with you. Like I have some, some clients, they come to me, they have all the recipes and they have all YouTube. Everything is online. But if they don't, if they don't want, until they're ready to do the work, I could give them all the recipe books, all my schedule. I could even go to their house and cook for them. They will not do the effort because it has to come from inside. You have to want to change. And I could give you everything in a gold plate, like gold plate, nothing will change. We could give all the tips that we want right now, but if the person is not willing to do the work, nothing's going to change. So true. You have that to want it. That is very true. That is very true. You have to want it bad enough because if you don't want it bad enough, I can't do it for you. I can exactly. give you the A to Z bucket list of every single, single thing you need to do, mm -hmm. bullet points and all. But if you don't want it, there's absolutely nothing I can do for you. Yeah, the wow. person has to be ready. I knew someone in the past, she had a lot of um, weight to loss. Her mom spent a lot of money sending her to the nutritionist. And she would come to my house and then just be like, can I have this? Can I have that? And I'm like, but what about the nutrition? She's like, please don't tell my mom. And then she never lost weight. And the mom was like, yeah, she's not losing weight. And then a few years later, I saw her. She lost more than, I don't even know, more than 200 pounds. Can you believe that? Because she wow. was ready. She was ready. You should see her right now. She was ready to put in the work. Mm -hmm. But she, her mom was pushing her, but she was not ready. But when she was ready, she did the work. Well, she put in the work and she made it happen. You should see her right now. Every time I see her, I'm like, my jaw just fall. So, you know, people have to do the work. <laughs> and it's hard. It's hard. Well, it's we have hard. to acknowledge. We have to acknowledge that it is hard. Change is hard. Change or anything worth having is going to take a lot out of you. But again, it goes back. It's a dichotomy. But really, yes, it's going to be hard. And how much does it mean to you? Are you willing to suffer for what you want? Mm -hmm. It's it's basic as that. How bad do you want it? Is this worth enough to you to make it happen? Yeah, that's, that's true. Dear. I can't celebrate you enough for every single time we get on a call, whether for IDM or WhatsApp, it's always and always a fun time. Seriously, the day you and I come to a head or we have a bickering or something, I really, I, I don't want to, I don't even want to imagine because it really, I, I don't understand. It is an honor and a thrill to be able to share this space with you. I want to say thank you for this wonderful time for this precious insight, for this insightful information, because there's a lot I didn't know, you know, even having two kids, there's a lot, you know, just learning from you, learning on the other side of, you know, parenting or birth or different methods out there. People, mm -hmm. people need to keep reading up and, you know, finding different methods, not because someone says this is how it's done that you can't open up your eyes. So any, you know, future parents are probably, you know, take some notes from this one. So it's definitely a gem there but mm -hmm. through everything you know for your truth for your wonderful energy for the frequencies that align for allow us you know for allowing us to have this moment i just want to say thank you and uh again as you know running tradition on the podcast you know as always the final thought a quote a call to action a a, a mantra that people can wake up tomorrow you know to take that next step towards their next level their higher self what can we leave them with be yourself or dig in to find 
who you are or start that journey. Be yourself and stop comparing yourself to others. You only have that journey. So dig in, go deep inside and find who you really are. It takes time, but go for it, you know? And don't forget, you know, to meditate and to, to, to dive in because all the secrets, Everything, all the answers that you need are all inside, but you have to learn to dive in to find the answers and be open to receive. You have to be open to receive. Are you open open to to receive, receive, you know? Are we open to that? Are Mm -hmm. we going to open ourselves up to the universe and see what we can find? Exactly. (laughs) Man, it's such a precious time with you, Nike. Where can the listeners connect with you on the interwebs? Okay, so I'm simply Nike on Instagram. That's about it. That's about yes. it. There we yes. go. Definitely. And I'm it sure up. you'll put your tag me in and we'll You know, care. I got you. You know, I yeah. got you. Not a problem. You know, I, I got you. You know, someone like, you know, someone who's shown me so much consideration, so much support. I can only do my best to actually pay it forward. And as always, just oh, uh, no, no, send no. the elevator back. Thank you so much for all the for all the wonderful support. It really means a lot. Thank you so much. Thank you. Guys, my wonderful guest, Nike Saint-Pierre. Guys, again, find her on Instagram at Simply Nike. But please, guys, uh, just wait for the po- for the blog post on on this po- on this episode once it goes live. As always, you guys know I'm doing all my efforts to put all the real references. Guys, another episode of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. Guys, please take care of yourselves. Please be safe. Be good to yourselves. So because you can't give what you don't have. So love yourself. Be present for yourself. Give yourself space. Take some time. Learn to say no. No. Take the time to love yourself. But as always, Nike, thank you for all the wonderful insight. All the best to you and yours. Have a wonderful evening. And guys, as always, Awaken the Awesome, another episode in the can. Stay blessed. stay Stay sane. Stay safe. And as always do, stay awesome. This has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. We always love to get your feedback, so please do drop us a line via Instagram, Facebook, or email. Our email address, awakentheawesome at gmail.com. Do visit our official website at awakentheawesome.ca, where you can find our entire back catalog of episodes and incredible guests. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, give us a rating, and leave us a review, as this helps us tremendously in growing this podcast and spreading the word to more awesome listeners like you. We always appreciate your support, and thank you for listening. Stay awesome.